today on The Spotter. God is going to send revival. The time is going to come. We're all standing on the wall. We're separated by distance. We're isolated. We're far apart. But the trumpet's going to sound. God's going to rally us together. And when we come back together, revival, the power of the Holy Ghost is going to break out in churches all over America. It's going to spill into the streets. As one pastor put today on Facebook, we're going to quickly find out that the church has no walls. Welcome to The Spotter, a weekly podcast dedicated to the everyday challenges facing today's ministry leaders. It is necessary to stay close to someone who will challenge you to grow, do more, reach higher, and dream bigger. You should never allow yourself to be the strongest person in the room. You need a spotter. Here's your host, Jeff Wolf. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me on the podcast this week. You cannot look at your television, Facebook, or anything without being overcome with more negative information about this coronavirus. Now, I wanted to bring you a word of encouragement in the midst of all this negativity. I cannot imagine how that due to this isolation that we're experiencing, I mean not one citizen of this country is not affected somehow by this pandemic. And I can't imagine how the depression and anxiety is through the roof right now for people that are struggling. And so surrounded by all this negativity, I came to give you a word of encouragement specifically for pastors and people involved in ministry in the local church. If there was ever a time when God needs you and I to be assured of our calling, assured of our task, and on point, it is now. Pastor, I know from experience that you are concerned. I've never led through a pandemic before, but I know that you're concerned about how this will impact your local congregation. I know that you're concerned about how this will impact you financially, as is every family in America. I know that we're wondering what's going to happen, but I want to encourage everybody watching today to stop for a moment and breathe. And I want you to think about what's beyond the virus. That's the topic I want to use for the next few moments that I share with you, beyond the virus. Guess what? This is going to end, and God's going to bless us beyond the virus, all right? Now, I was thinking today, praying this morning uh, for pastors and uh, praying for some of my friends specifically, and the Lord brought my attention to Nehemiah. The story of Nehemiah is packed full of uh, excellent wisdom. I want to draw your attention to three verses in the book of Nehemiah. The first one is in chapter 4. Nehemiah has gotten uh, the permission from the king to go back and rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, the city of God that had been torn down in ruins. And so Nehemiah is a governor, and he's gotten permission and resourcing and protection from the governor, or from the king rather, to go and rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. The enemies of God's people didn't want it to happen. Sanballat was one. Listen, but it so happened that when Sanballat heard that we were rebuilding the wall, that he was furious and very indignant, and he mocked the Jews. Sanballat's name literally means sin has revived. Think about that. 
in this world that is literally on a downward spiral of moral decay. The enemy of our soul does not want the church to survive. He doesn't want the ministry to survive. I know we're not wrestling with flesh and blood, but we're wrestling with principalities and powers and the rulers of darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high places. We're battling the enemy. This isn't against politicians. This isn't against anyone else. Uh, Our battle is with evil, the battle of good and evil. And the enemy doesn't want the church to succeed. And he's mocking us. He's mocking pastors because we have stood up and spoken the truth in faith believing. We've had courage enough to stand firm on the Word of God in the midst of a world that, is, uh, that, that considers morals relative. And so just as the enemy, just as Sanballat was upset mocking the Jews, the enemy is mocking us as the church. Now what happened is that Nehemiah built anyway and Nehemiah was not moved. Nehemiah was not discouraged from doing the work. In fact, further down in chapter 4, verse 19, he said, The work is great and extensive, and we are separated far from one another on the wall. When I read that, it just, it sounds so much like what we're doing right now. Everyone is in isolation. The streets are empty, the church buildings are empty, uh, but for a few staff members and workers. And we're separated from each other. We're still building the wall, but just like Nehemiah's workers were separated far from each other as they built the wall, we're separated from each other. And it brings us anxiety, and we don't know how to handle it, and we're not sure exactly. We, We don't have anything to compare this to. This has never happened to us before in our generation. How do we deal with that? Listen to what Nehemiah says. I want to encourage you today. Pastor, give this encouragement to your people. Just as Nehemiah said, we are separated on the wall, far from one another. Verse 20, he said, whenever you hear the sound of the trumpet rally to us there, our God will fight for us. Hallelujah. I want to tell you something. The time is going to come beyond this virus that God's going to sound the trumpet. I'm not talking about the trump of God that will call us home. I'm talking about the trumpet, the war cry. Just about every time you read in Scripture about a trumpet being blown, it's a call to action or a war cry. I believe that when this has passed, beyond the virus, God's going to sound an alarm. He's going to sound a trumpet of revival. And we're going to come together again. It's going to be like a reunion. Can you imagine once this virus has passed and congregations begin to gather together again for the first time in perhaps several weeks? I believe that when God sounds that trumpet and we come back together again, God's going to pour out His Spirit and revive is going to strike this country. I speak it and prophesy it in the name of Jesus. In the meantime, how do we cope? Well, how do we respond? What do we do? I want to take you to one more verse in chapter 6. Chapter 6 is when Sanballat and Tobiah sent a messenger to Nehemiah trying to lure him away from the law for a supposed meeting. However, he knew they were trying to kill him. And I want you to hear what he says. 
Verse 2, the Sanballat and Geshem said to me, saying, Come, let us meet together among the villages in the plain of Ono, but they thought to do me harm. Verse 3, so I sent messengers to them, saying, I am doing a great work so that I cannot come down. I read that in the Message Bible first. In the Message Bible, it puts it this way. The work is great. Why should the work stand still? I know it feels like right now the work of God is coming to a standstill. But don't let the enemy lure you off the wall. Your response today is not to come off the wall and to negotiate with the enemy. But when you are in spiritual warfare, praying for your people and praying for your church, your answer should be, why should the work come to a standstill? Just because you're calling me off this wall. I'm doing a great work and I cannot come down. This world may come to a standstill. But the work of the kingdom does not come to a standstill. We may be separated by distance on the wall right now. But when the trumpet sounds, God is going to call us together and revival is going to strike this nation. I believe it with all of my heart. Pastor, don't worry about the people. Don't worry about your attendance. Stay connected as well as you can. Do what you can with what you have and let God take care of the rest. Don't worry about the finances. God is going to bring blessing upon His people and blessing. The Bible said in, in chapter 4, that second verse that I read to you, He said that when you hear the trumpet, gather and rally where you hear the trumpet. Why? Because God will fight for us. We don't have to fight. We don't have to fight. God's going to fight for us. We need to stop fighting with each other. I've talked to so many pastors over the last several days, pastors that have canceled their services because of the mandate of state government and have taken it on the chin and been ridiculed because of it. Other pastors who went ahead and had church, uh, it, it, as long as it was not in violation of the state that they're in uh, and the orders that have been passed down by governors for the social distancing, and, and, and they've been ridiculed and called reckless and we're fighting back and forth between each other, that has to stop right now. And we've got to pray for each other and realize that we've never been in a place like this before. We've never led through something like this before, and we've got to come together right now because God's getting ready to send revival to the church. I feel it in my spirit. I'm no one special. I don't call myself a prophet. I don't have a congregation that I care for anymore. God's placed me in the office of, of evangelist and pastor to pastors. But I'm telling you with everything in me, I felt this in prayer this morning. And I wanted to encourage you with it. God is going to send revival. The time is going to come. We're all standing on the wall. We're separated by distance. We're isolated. We're far apart. But the trumpet's going to sound. God's going to rally us together. And when we come back together, revival, the power of the Holy Ghost is going to break out in churches all over America. It's going to spill into the streets. As one pastor put today on Facebook, we're going to quickly find out that the church has no walls. Well, guess what? When God pours out revival, it's not going to be contained in the four walls. God is going to bring revival to America again out of this adversity. I believe it with all of my heart. Do not fret. Do not be afraid. But trust in the Lord and look up 
look beyond the virus. I love you. I thank God for you today, and I'm praying for you. Feel free to send me an email, jeff at jeffwolf.org. And, and, and if you're a pastor or ministry leader, send me an email just where you are, what church you're with. I want to pray for you. Just send me your name and location. You don't have to send anything long. Just go to the website, jeffwolf.org. There's a link there. Fill out the form, or you can just email me. Hit me up on Facebook and give me your name. I want to put names uh, with, uh, with these prayers that I'm praying. Uh, I don't have a congregation to pray for like I used to, but I'm praying for you, Pastor. I'm praying for you, ministry leaders. And I believe that we're going to lead through this effectively with integrity and with character, and God's going to honor it. All right. God bless you. Have a great day. And blessings upon you as you guide and lead and continue the work of God during this crisis. Thank you for joining us today. Subscribe to The Spotter on any major podcast provider. Visit us at jeffwolf.org for more information and follow Jeff Wolf on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. To receive a copy of Jeff's newest project, absolutely free, 10 Reasons Why Pastors Are in Danger, text the word RESTORED to 31996. Message and data rates may apply. Remember to join us next week. Be blessed.